everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Tennis One podcast here in the Tennis One app on YouTube and on Spotify. Madison Singleton, Patrick Huell, and of course, Laura Sunday joining us once again. We are doing another special fun draft, so Patrick's going to go ahead and talk us through it and also give us a little recap on what happened the last draft that we did. Yeah, well, I mean, before I start, are you guys going to be, like, coordinating your picks for this one? Is this, like, me versus you guys, or what's going on? <laughs> no, we're separate. <laughs> separate picks. We are just, um, for those of you that also have a work-from-home company, we do. And so Madison and I live near each other, so we're working from home in the same location today. Social interaction is good, folks. We we need it. Yeah. I, I only get social interaction with my dog, so it's, uh, I don't know. I think I think I've dropped in terms of my communication skills the last couple of years, but we'll see. <laughs> Let me show the uh, the draft from Miami. I believe was our last draft, right? Can you see my yeah. my uh, screen here? Yep, we can see your draft notes for. Oh no! Yeah. Stop share. <laughs> see my. Draft. This is classic. I thought that was not. Desktop. It's okay. It's okay. I you didn't. didn't yeah, I, I didn't, didn't really look. I was just making sure it was the right <laughs> tournament. So you're okay. How about, how about now? Do you see the spreadsheet? Yes. Okay. This is what I was aiming for. All right, Miami. This is where we landed. You know, I'll take it. Thank you. That's my- <laughs> that's rough. On yeah, you end. you kind of blew up on that one. When Madison squeaked out. I had Medvedev and Sinner. That helped a lot. I need to cross That's off. That's true. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, so yeah, that one wasn't super close, but this one was much closer. And I would say none of us, none of us did particularly well in terms of uh predicting the actual winner. But Madison, you got this one for everybody. I, I guess I should actually verbalize for people that aren't watching this on YouTube. Uh Madison ended up with six points on the Miami women's draft. You had uh, Rubakina was your was your big contributor here. Not a lot of help from the other players, huh? Chabur, Kudermatova, and Montgomery all lost pretty early, but uh, as did Lauren I's players. So, yep. Not a That's super a strong women's side, but Madison, you got a dub there, so you got to be happy with that, right? I am. I am. That's my first win ever, for the record. So, <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah, I mean, overall, I guess if we just go back, Laura crushed us in the Indian Wells men's draft. Uh, yeah. She ended up, again, nobody took Alcaraz because we were all big doubters on the injury train. <laughs> we'll make that mistake again. And then the Indian Wells women, uh, looks like I won that one. And then I'm not even going to look at AO because I know who won and it wasn't any Tennis One employees. So we don't want to uh, shout out anybody maybe his name nate walroth i don't know <laughs> all right should we uh pick the draft order for madrid here yeah let's get rolling which is like already kind of going the women's starts today for anybody listening check out those live scores here we are on our solid site once again draft <laughs> order oof all right looks like i got the first pick then laura then madison all right sounds we- good you guys tell me, what do you want to start with, men's or women's? Um, Let's start with women's. Yeah. All right. Sounds good to me. Okay. Let me consult my draft notes that you guys maybe didn't see, hopefully. No, we did. Oh, I, I promise. Did not. All right. Uh, For the women, I think I want to take... Uh, God, the one time I picked Iga, she didn't do as well. 
She's never won Madrid, actually, uh, Sviantec. So is she like, going to be more motivated to win it this time around? And she just won Stuttgart. I don't know. I think I'm going to take Sabalenka because if we look at this draw, I feel like she's got a, a slightly better route here. Um, I mean, Sviantec, she could play Radicano in the second round. Not that I think that she'll win that or that she will lose that, but I don't know. Just Sviantec hasn't been reliable for me in the past. I'm going Sabalenka. She's, right. she's, won she's had a reliable year. Like, yes, she has. Oh, it's not crossed up. Um, yeah, uh, Sabalenka won in 2021 in Madrid. So got some solid history here as well. All right. Uh, was that Laura, his second, according to this site, right? Yep. 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 Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take from the Netflix category. And I am taking Ego Sviatek. And listen, let me just tell you that in the past when we haven't picked people, it's been an issue. Now, the last time somebody was going to pick her, I think she it was Miami and she, and pulled, she pulled out. out. Yeah. Um, but obviously as that was me also. Person, uh, there you go. <laughs> she hasn't um injury seems to be not an issue at this point. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. I've said it on our Twitter. Watching her in person is just a different experience. Um, and clearly it's working for her. Um specifically I always talk about maybe it's because I've had hip surgery and I'm just in awe of the hip mobility that she has because it's like the hip mobility the core strength and then the amount of knee bend on those low balls I mean the intensity I think when you hear her talk in interviews and she's like kind of soft-spoken you're like oh okay and then when you watch her the competition's completely different so I have faith in her no matter what the draw is she's going to take Emirato Kanu people love watching and that and that's going to be fun but I don't think it's going to be an issue yeah I would agree for sure one thing I should probably explain how this works maybe for those that have not listened to a draft before we've done so many of them I just kind of took it took it for granted but just to quickly give an overview you can see on our screen if you're watching on YouTube we have four different categories of players those are top 10 Netflix, so anybody that's in breakpoint, part one or two this year, uh, wildcard protected ranking, and then field. So field is anybody that's not in those first three categories. So we each have to pick a player from one of the, you know, from each of the four categories. So that's kind of how the draft works. So Laura just picks Fiontek. She's in the top 10 category as well as Netflix. So Laura got to decide where she wanted to take her from, and she took her from Netflix. I also didn't say who, where I was taking Sabalanka. I'm taking her on Netflix as well. So now we should be caught up on the rules. Madison, you're up. you actually have two picks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Okay, so I'll just go ahead and take my wild card protected ranking first since I have back-to-back -back picks. I'm going to go Alina Svitolina for this. I know she's been, you know, out. She had a baby with Monfils. Uh, she's kind of coming back into tennis. She has a lot of support. Obviously, we know she's been very vocal about everything going on with Ukraine. She played in Charleston, unfortunately lost the first round, but I, I've got to say she really fed off that crowd energy and she looked pretty solid. So I'm excited to see what she can do on the clay this season. So I feel, I feel confident that she'll, she could potentially have a, a, a one round, one or two rounds under her belt at this Madrid tournament. No doubt. She's, she's a great clay player. And I was super impressed with her first match back. Usually that's very hard. Wow. She like almost won it. So that would have been 
pretty wild. It was a great match. So we're nice. for her for sure. All right. Okay. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and pick from top 10 and I'm going to take Miss Jess Pagula. Mm. I <laughs> sorry, Patrick. I I really liked how she played in Charleston. She kind of had, you know, the weather was not on her side, ended up having potential to make the final in Charleston against Anstabur. Unfortunately, the weather kind of played a factor in that one. Belinda Benchich only had to play a couple more points in the tiebreaker, ended up beating her. But she looked really solid in Charleston. I liked her, how she was playing on clay. Uh, she was able to come back from a couple of matches. She had some tough opponents too. She played Bedosa. She played some other pretty tough players and just was able to keep composed as usual, typical JPEG fashion. So, and then she, Billie Jean King Cup, she just played really well there as well. I know a different surface, but love to see it. So I'm taking JPEG. Nice. Yeah. Well, she also got to the finals in Madrid last year. So, and with Jabur yeah. out, does that make her sort of defending, not defending champ, defending runner? Defending finalist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, was, that was going to be my pick. But that was optimistic, even thinking it would get to me. Laura probably would have taken her otherwise. Because Laura, <laughs> you're up. Um. Okay, so I am going to take my field pick. Okay. Now I'm going to go with something controversial. And the reason that it's controversial is because the Twitterverse loves to talk about this player. Um, yep. I'm going to go ahead and take Ostapenko. <laughs> um, yep. Now, watching her practice. So the last tournament that I visited in person was Miami. And I spent a lot of time on the practice courts and watching her practice the intensity, but also kind of the fun that she had during practice kind of mm -hmm. shows the switch for her that turns on when she gets into actual match play. And in her draw, she's got Linda Fervatova or Volley Nets, and then she's got Sam Sanova, and then, you know, she could potentially meet Arena Begu. So I think she's got a good draw there. Um, I see that as of now, it doesn't look like WTA has updated that on Jabur is out. But, you know, that'll obviously be replaced with somebody who is much lower ranked than Anjabur. So I think Ostapenko has a really good draw to get far in the tournament. Yeah, definitely. I think that they, is Jabur on? Are you seeing her on here? I thought. When I pulled it earlier today, it was, but they could uh, have changed it. I think then. this one is updated because they have Shelby Rogers right here. And that's, I think that's where, yeah, definitely where Jabur was. So, yeah. Yeah. That... So I still take that. I mean, I think that's a, that's a great draw for her. Yeah, 100%. Plus, she won Roland Garros, so she's won on clay in the past. She's, she's, she's fine. She'll be good. Yeah. Okay, uh, so now back to me. I am the first pick, so I have two picks. Sabalanka, Sviantec, all out. Oh, God, all my top 10 players. <laughs> Oof. If you're going to be left with a category to choose, top 10 a good one. Yeah, I'm just going to not pick it for now. Uh, I definitely want to take Bedosa in Netflix. I think she, or, oh no, oh no, I took Sabalanka in Netflix. Can I Sabalanka <laughs> Oh, nope. <laughs> I've completely destroyed myself here. <laughs> I have to take Sakari or Stevens. No way. For those of you watching and you didn't hear what Patrick's exasperated size were, it's because he chose to take Sabalenka from the Netflix category rather than top 10. So he can't pick Bedosa in the, <laughs> in the Netflix category. I was trying to get like two top 10 players, obviously, and it didn't didn't pan out for me. And I'm looking at the men's draw here. 
So wait, where's Sakari's here? Oh god, she could play an easy Mova in the center. That's not super easy. And then Vekic. Oh, but I mean, I feel like I gotta take her over Sloan Stevens. No offense, but uh, I mean, neither of them have really been playing that great this year, right? So that's true. Uh this guys, this is depressing. All right, I'm taking Sakari. Oh. Come on, Maria. <laughs> oh no, wait, what am I saying? I have to, th- oh my God, I'm totally out of it here. I have to take somebody in top 10 because I already. You already picked Netflix. Uh, I guess I could take her in this, but Rabakina is not super reliable on clay. Kovitova hasn't played since winning Miami, so she hasn't played any clay tournaments. Oh, <laughs> so much for my notes, you know, now. <laughs> I got yeah, notes. I'm winning. Cup. Goff, or she could, oh boy. And she could play Budosa. All right, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Coco. Come on, help me out. Here we go. <laughs> Not, a bad choice. Not a bad choice. I was going to take Budosa. They could meet in the, was that the third round, I think? Um, second, third. yeah. We'll see. That's a big fingers crossed pick. Okay. <laughs> And then on the women's side, I'm, or I'm wildcard protected ranking. I'm going to take, actually, no, I, w- I want to pick my field. I'm going to pick my field. I'm going with Potapova. There we go. I feel better about that. Potapova. Shout been- out to the Potapova fan from our Instagram. Yes. She's a big fan asking for a lot of Potapova content. <laughs> Yeah, Anastasia, she's made the quarters of Miami and Stuttgart, you know, most recently on, on the clay, just watching her in Miami. She, like, just seems fearless and hitting out on every ball. And, yeah, she's she's obviously playing well. I'm going with Potapova for my field. Okay, sorry that took so long. Uh, Laura, back to you. All right, so we're going wildcard protected ranking. Now, in our last set of draws, as you may have seen, my wildcard and Brenda Fervatova did not win a match. So my goal is for my wildcard protected ranking to win one match or two matches. They just need to get us on the board. Um, and I think that Victoria Jimenez-Kazanseva from Andorra, Andorra is going to take that. Um and here's why, because her first round, if she can get past Pavlochenkova, the seed that she meets is Dasha Kazakina, who I don't believe is having the year that she has hoped thus far. And so I think if there's a chance for a um, person in that category left on our list there to get to the third round, um, that's it. So I'm going to take that one because if she could get past Kazakina, she has even you know a better a better chance to keep going forward. So. Yeah, good reasoning. Just need one. Just need one. I just need her to get one match. And that's, you know, she she's a wild card for a reason. So. All right, Madison. Okay. So I have my field and top. T- oh, no, sorry. Field and Netflix. Uh, so I am going to take Bedosa for Netflix. And we know home crowd favorite. She's good on clay, also maybe has not quite had the year that she wanted, however capable of keeping it close. She played Sabalenka just 
a couple of days ago. Was that quarterfinals? Yeah, in quarters. Yep, in the quarters. Three setter. Looked really solid against her. So I feel confident in this. I know last year she didn't quite make it as far as she wanted to in Madrid, but I think that she has potential this year. We're ready to see her. Let's go. Bedosa on clay. Yeah, I mean, she made the semis in 2021 and she's, yeah, made clays, uh, made quarters, I should say, in the last two clay events. And mm -hmm. her ranking's lower because she lost a lot of points at the Australian Open and Indian Wells. But you know what? This is clay court season. So irrelevant at this point. <laughs> irrelevant. All right. You got your last pick, too. Oh, man, the field. See, I was going to take Potapova. So let me hold on. Let me just pull up the tennis one up real quick. <laughs> Should have had a backup here. Right, um, so go yeah, no, you got your. So you I'm have... ready for my top ten. Oh yeah, is it your turn after? No, after you it oh, is, okay. but I can't pick anybody. No. Sure. So Madison, you need a field pick. Yeah, sorry, field. Uh, here's the draw too. Also, if it's if it's helpful. Okay. I can also scroll down. So let me know. If you want to see the bottom half yeah yeah okay it was the bottom half this is the top <laughs> i think i know who i'm gonna take i think i'm gonna take elise mertens all right i think you've picked I, her before haven't you i have picked her yeah. and i have to say sometimes when i pick players it's because they are an amazing person and i think she is one of those Granted, she's also an amazing tennis player, so she's had really success, a lot of success in doubles, but we've seen her play well and make it far in big tournaments as a singles player, too. I like her style for clay. I think she has potential, and she has actually has a pretty a pretty decent-looking draw. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, if part. she runs into Kvitova, as Patrick was just talking about, yeah. hasn't played any clay tournaments yet. Um Rebecca Marino's nothing to sneeze at in that second round because she, I mean, you yeah. know, she made the corner quarters in um, DC last year. Obviously, different surface, different time of year, whatever. But I think that that's when people really started paying attention to her again. Yeah. So, um, but I think like the physicality of Elise Mertens makes her a, a good field pick for mm -hmm. sure. Like the fitness is off the charts yeah. from her. The I think she when you're a little kid learning how to play tennis and they always tell you like happy feet, happy feet, like keep moving. Like Elise Mertens is that in adult <laughs> professional tennis form. Like she's moving all the time. Legs are bent. Like you, you won't see less than a hundred percent effort. So that's a good pick. Yeah. I like her. And she loves dogs. Who doesn't, who doesn't love Elise Mertens? She has like five dogs. So it's always smokes. Yeah. Yeah. So we love that. All right. Where all right. Are you? All right, so we're going, obviously my top 10 is the last category here. As you can see from what's left, we've talked about a few of those players. <laughs> Kvitova hasn't played on clay yet. Rybakina, a little bit unreliable. Kasatkina, not having the year she wants. Sakari, same thing. Um, and I'm taking the sleeper pick, Caroline Garcia. Now, taking a peek at her draw, she's got a good chance to get far. I mean, as the five seed... The first seed she runs into is Kalanina, who ha who also had a great, you know, ha has been doing well this year so far. But I think she can definitely take that one. And if she were to get to a point where she's playing Mertens or Kvitova, I think that that's a good matchup for her. And being a European player, comfortable on clay, all of that, I mean, I, I think she's going to get pretty far. 
There we go. Taking, oh gosh, not leaving me a lot to work with in, in my final. Oh no, <laughs> I have no idea what categories I've picked clearly. Because... You just have wild card protected. Right <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. I do know who I'm taking in this and right here, Osario. She did pretty well at a, a what tournament earlier in the year. She made the quarters, I believe. Uh, is it in my notes? I thought I typed it out. No, but she was at the uh, San Diego Open when I was there last year, and she was she was looking pretty good. And she was working with uh, I don't know if I can say it publicly, so I'll just say one of the original nine uh, for the women players that started the WTA. She was getting some notes from her out in San Diego. So I don't know if they're still working together or what, but I gotta like that advice. Ah, she made the semis of Lyon, which is a hardcore tournament, but you know, I, I looked at her draw and I think it's a pretty good setup. Let me just see where it is here. Well, she plays Marta Kostyuk after if she beats a qualifier. If yeah, if she I mean she wins, she, you know, if she can win that first round, she's done what she's done for you, but then she does run into your other pick. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, I'm not expecting her to, you know get beyond maybe the second round or if she does run into Sabalenka, that's great. Cause that means she's won two matches for me. So. Right. And then um, you're like, you've done your job, my gal. Exactly. You. Thank you. So I'm going, I'm going to Sario. Um, boom. All right. There's what we got. So just to recap, Laura has Sviantec and Netflix, Ostapenko and field. Jimenez, Kassin, Seva in wildcard protected ranking, and Garcia, top 10. I have Sabalenka in Netflix, Goff, top 10, Potapova, Field, and Osario, wildcard protected ranking, and Madison has Svitolina, wildcard protected ranking, Pagula, top 10, Bedosa, Netflix, and Mertens in Field. Three of my picks are in Madison's. Three <laughs> helpful picks on oh. Madison's corner. Oh. <laughs> all right it's looking good how are you guys feeling about this i feel pretty good yeah i feel honest. good about I'm this one good. yeah all right all right there it is so now we're going to the men swap over here i'll pick last madison you'll get the first pick and laura's in the middle again all right by the way Djokovic obviously is out nadal is out sinner is out i don't know i just want to make sure you saw that he uh he pulled out of Barcelona with like an illness and apparently he's still sick or something. So I don't know if it's like COVID or oh. what it is, but kind of a bummer for uh, no sinner in this tournament. But. That's tough. Okay. I'm trying to think of who I want to take first. Okay. I'm going to take from Netflix and I'm going to take Taylor Fritz. Oof. He's made back-to-back semifinals in Munich and Monte Carlo. He's looking really good on clay. I really like that pick. I like how he's playing. I feel like he's found his rhythm on a surface that doesn't necessarily suit his game because we know he's a powerful server, really likes those fast courts. But I like how he's been playing on clay. He looks good. His confidence seems there. We've been getting lots of Morgan Riddle video vlogs that i've been keeping up with so there we go we love to see it (laughs) taylor fritz slash morgan riddle just kidding all right (laughs) yeah you might as well just put her up there (laughs) there we go all right laura's up okay 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and take my top 10. And I would like Carlos Alvarez. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to make that mistake again. <laughs> and if he's still available, I'm going to take him. He's so, got, obviously, every, as everybody knows, he's got a buy first round and then he's got Rusevore, Umber, and then, you know, if we're going the seeds route, Dimitrov, or, and then Zverev, Korda, Nishioka, Rublev, Rune, Rude, all people he can beat, all people he, you know, has beaten. So, um, yeah, I mean, I won't make that mistake again, Carlos. I'm sorry for doubting you. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a fair pick, I'd say. I was probably going to take him too. So do I really pick Rune? Do I do it? Do I have that like, ah, oh, sorry. I just, you know, sometimes he just, just needs a little bit of growing up. It feels like so, you know, which he's young. So it's fair, but I'm just saying, uh, I'm going to go with, and you also took Fritz who I was going to pick. Ugh. All right. I'm going Holger Rune in top 10. And I have another pick. I mean, you know, Holger's obviously done super well recently and won a title and gone pretty deep in some other ones. So just to get it exactly right, Tennis One app, soft plug. Okay, so he won BMW last week in Munich, made the final of Monte Carlo. So he's doing he's doing well in the clay. And also, I believe, did he split up with Patrick Maradoglu I saw recently? I, I do not know. I think I saw him post that on his on his Twitter or something, which mm. if that's the case, that's another reason that I'm picking <laughs> um, the break off of that. I'm actually going to put Rune slash not Patrick Maradoglu. <laughs> there we go. We like that. Uh, and then in, let's see, I guess in... Well, let's see. You took top 10. You took Netflix. Who am my field? Oh, I'm going my field pick. I'm taking Musetti. He has been doing really well lately. He, you know, beat Djokovic, obviously. He's gotten to quarterfinals of the last two play events he's played. So a lot of confidence from Musetti right now. He's 15, up to 15 in the world, I think. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking him. And we're back to Laura, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm also going to take my field pick. I struggled a bit trying to figure this out because at first I was like, all right, it's Tommy Paul. It's Tommy Paul. I'm taking Tommy Paul. But, um, you know, for my, for some of my players, I'm like, I need you to go the long haul. It's not just a one or two. And a field is such an opportunity to take a strong player. And he is, but I want him to go the distance. And if he gets to, round four round yeah he plays Tsitsipas and um he's 0-3 in their head-to-head -head. Mm. last time they played was sometime last year for uh the Paris 1000 or the France the 1000 masters in France but um I just don't necessarily know that if he gets to that point that he's going to be able to overtake that one so that said my pick is Hubi Hercot Ah, oh, there we go. Because now, obviously, you know, as we take seeds by first round, great. Love that one. And then he's got Landaluce or Gasquet. Now, Gasquet isn't somebody to like discount because he's had, you know, he continues to be consistent and have great success. Um, but then he would meet Borna Chorich and then you've got, you know, Holger Rune, whatever. At, he gets to the later rounds, he runs into 
gets to the final, would love for him or semi, I would love to for him to run into Alcaraz. Would love that. That then I've done my job if he gets to that semi. But um, you know, I think that he's so underrated. And I think because he's such a calm player, people don't think about him that much. And then all of a sudden he's like into fourth round of tournaments and you're like, oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. the only thing flashed about him is the, it was the cars he drives. He flies under the radar and does really well. So I think he's a good field pick for me. There it is. Yeah. He's got those racing shoes he wears around, like literally <laughs> F1. <laughs> so definitely into his cars. Uh, Madison, you're up. All right. I get two, right? I have two picks. Yes, two. All right. Amazing. So we'll go ahead and take from the top 10 category. And I'm going to take Mr. Andre Rublev. Uh, made back-to-back finals. Got his first Masters 1000 title in Monte Carlo. Having a heck of a clay season. We love to see it. And he's like the funniest person. I feel like every time you go on social media, there's some montage of him chatting with, you know, tennis channel or whoever, just saying like the most off kind of weird little quirky, but super funny and genuine things. So we love to see that fans seem to really like him. So also recently a Godfather. Yeah. 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 So, you know, what responsibility (laughs) can bring a lot of great there we go (laughs) his main motivation is medvedev's son now yeah yeah i always get this i think daughter oh is it yeah i think it's a girl 95 percent sure but don't just in case we'll confirm uh yeah so feel pretty confident about his clay season thus far and we both have taken from the field. So I'll go ahead and take wild card protected ranking. And I'm going to take Dominic team and I'm going to take him just because I just wanted him to go a couple of rounds. And I think clay is a pretty solid surface for him. Uh, I, I didn't even look at the, where he's at in the draw. No, he's, he's playing Kyle, yeah, Kyle Edmund right here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty, that's at least a good first round. I think he's been looking a little bit more team-like as of late. Yeah. Um, I think him and Shelton played a couple tournaments ago and Shelton's a great player and had that first match, his first ever match on clay looked great. And then he took on team and team kind of like lit him up a little bit. I mean, he looked really good against him. Grand slam title winner. Uh, pretty fun to watch i think clay he looked he looked pretty good on clay so oh, yeah. we'll see i know he's a, uh, he's a he's a hard player to you know root, not a hard player to root for but has had some injuries some adversity that he's gone through so we hope that he can come out on top at least get through a couple rounds yeah no you're right though he's he's um i mean number one he is a clay court kind of specialist i mean they you know he won the u.s open i should say he's good on hardcore too but clay was kind of his original surface and uh so yeah he's definitely now that we've switched surfaces for the season he's getting more wins so that's a good one and and kyle edmund is a good player but he's i don't know he's he's hasn't gotten to the level he used to be since coming back so who knows maybe a team city pasta upset in the second round, that would go. be <laughs> good at getting upset. So yeah. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Uh, back to Laura. 
All right. So I'm going to go the route that he's not going to get upset in the second round. And I'm taking Sissy Pots from Netflix. Okay. Um, so he would play Edmund or team second round. And I think that Madison's right. There has been a lot of chatter about team being more team-like as of lately. Um, but, you know, you still got to get through Kyle Edmund right. and then Cincy Puffs, you know, potential to play Baez and then Paul Evans kind of is a, is a later one for him. And I think he could, you know, if he's playing well, he can get through those. So I'm going to go Cincy Puffs from Netflix. Right. And yeah, right there. Okay. Sits boss. I was, yeah, pretty much all my, all my people are gone. <laughs> Wild card protected ranking. Okay. I'm taking Emilio Nava in that category. I like that pick. Yeah. He's a, he's a California boy. What did I write down about Nava? Did I write down anything? <laughs> I think he has a good draw. Let's see. Where is he here? I think maybe in the top half though. Oh yeah. Right up here. Barrer, who the last time I saw him play, he lost to Eubanks. So, you know, it's it's a winnable match there. And then he could play Dimitrov in the second round. D- Grigor is like, I don't, is the guy actually hurt or is he sick? Or like he withdraws from so many tournaments just in the middle of the, you know, he'll like win the first set, lose the second set and then withdraw. I feel like it's happened like five or six times in the last, last year. So that's he's not a reliable he's not he's not the Grigor we know right now I feel like so I'm going with Nava and then for I need a Netflix player okay Mm. between Rude and Tiafo I feel like Tiafo won Houston he won a clay tournament recently Rude I think I'm going to go with Rude I think he also has a pretty decent draw but he hasn't done quite as well as as last year so far um but yeah he plays the winner of two either qualifiers or lucky losers greek spores not great on clay you know i may run into musetti that's gonna be an issue for me (laughs) or do i take tiafo i'm taking tiafo i have no one in this area so i'm switching it (laughs) there Uh, we go Plus, he's actually he's going to be in season or part two Netflix. Like pump, pump for that a little U.S. Open semis action. Yeah. Okay. Now we are back to Laura, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So last category for me is wildcard protected ranking. The reason it's been difficult for this one, I think, in for Madrid specifically, is because I feel like some the wildcard protected rankings are like a little bit clustered, just in terms of like obviously there was the choice of you know Edmund and Dominic team playing against each other. Um, and then you've got the same situation for Jeremy Shardy and Gaston, and then the winner plays Richard Gasquet or another wild card, um, which I feel like is a difficult situation to be in. So that said, I'm gonna pick Abdullah Shelbay of Jordan. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, ranked 243. Uh, but you know what? I have faith in him. And the thing is, is that as we've been saying before, I just need him to get through one. Need so one. if he can beat Pedro Cachin of Argentina in round one, I'm okay with that. And then he would, if he got past that, he would go on to play Francisco Sarundola. Now I'm not saying that he, you know, going to win that match. But the thing about it is, is that it's only been, you know, a year and a couple months since Francisco kind of 
broke out. You know, I feel like last year in 2022 in Miami, um, which is a different surface is where we kind of saw him come out. And as a young player, you, you, you know what, you just never know. Um, and I think sometimes when we look at professional tennis rankings, we see like 243 and you're like, Oh, how, wow. 243. <laughs> like that's so far away. It's like, no, but if you think about it, like that's one of the best tennis players in the world. Yeah. So I have faith in Abdullah Shelbe. Yeah. Well, and there's probably not much tape on him, you know? I mean, I, I I've actually never until yeah. this tournament and he's from Jordan. So that's pretty unbelievable. I don't know of any right. pro tennis players from Jordan. So you got it. You yeah. got it for him just for that. Exactly. All right, Madison, you have to take uh, a field. Yeah. Yeah. My field is last. Okay. So I was kind of going back and forth on this. I agree with Laura. I was considering Tommy Paul played in Houston. That was kind of his only clay. He hasn't been to Europe yet on clay. I am actually going to take Sebi Corda. Uh -huh. he's, he's, back. Back. he's back in this tournament. He had success. He had a decent amount of success on clay last year. He's had to buy the first round. We haven't seen him play since Australia, so I'm ready. I I was rooting for him. I picked him to win the Australian Open before he withdrew due to injury. We like him. I I know he's had success on clay in the past. I think he lost in Roland Garros last year against Alcaraz. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's, you know, he's a player that I think can beat anyone and has potential with where he's at in the draw to make it pretty far and I'm curious to see how he looks coming back from this injury but Sebi Corda let's go his sisters are playing great in golf it's time for Sebi to play great in tennis and you know what we've made the mistake before of not choosing a player Carlos Alcaraz when they were injured and came back so Sebi Corda could do the same he could do the same man it's just great that he's back I I'm really hoping that wrist injury is not like a super serious deal because yeah seen some yeah I mean what do you, what do you got uh Dominic Team, who had a serious wrist injury and, you know, is still coming back from that. So I really yeah. hope that's not something. Ugh. And obviously a, a bit different because Team hits that one-handed backhand. So if that <laughs> wrist is bad, it's bad for your whole, you know, but I hope it's, I think wrist injuries can be really debilitating, obviously for tennis players, different than other things that you can rehab a lot better because you could still hit a ball, even if you're right. not moving, but you know, the wrist is tough. So rooting for Sebi. Yep. In the tournament in general, not in this draft. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Delpo horror story of the wrist. So yeah. Knock on wood. We don't want any of that for, for Corda. Cleanest ball striker out there. Oh. All right. So we've got all our teams. So Laura picked Carlos Alcaraz, top 10, her catch in field, Sitsipas in Netflix, Shelbaya. Is that how you'd say it? It's Shell yeah. Bay. The only reason I know that is because I did listen to how he pronounced <laughs> it on the ATP website. It's <laughs> called research, folks. Uh, mm -hmm. Shell Bay in wildcard protected ranking. I've got Rune, not Patrick Maradoglu in top 10. Musetti in field, Nava, wildcard protected ranking, Tiafo Netflix. And Madison's got Taylor Fritz, Morgan Riddle combo, Netflix. Rublev, <laughs> top 10. Dominic team, wildcard protected ranking, and the return of Sebi Corda for a field yeah. pick. We got the headband back, folks. I'm ready. That's my favorite part. My favorite look.
Wait, the headband is is core yeah. headband. He wears a thin headband. Oh yeah, really? it's almost like any wrap. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. He's got that long Goldilocks blonde hair. Yeah. Love to see it. That's uh, that's confidence when you're wearing that thing out there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's who we've got. We'll uh, we'll be updating you guys on on how it's going. We'll have a link to this in the podcast episode, so you can look at our draft board and. And we'll be, you know, adding points as, as our players win matches. And you can look at past drafts if you're interested to see who we drafted uh, just by switching tabs and all that. So looking forward to this Madrid Open.